0: Today in Agronomy on KFILAM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. It's April 7th, 2021, and this is episode 66. Uh, Allie, um, kind of our first episode here in the month of April, and uh, March kind of finished out with some great weather, and we've really opened up April with some really gorgeous weather to get things started. And, uh, You know, I was out a little bit uh, Monday, and uh, I have to say that, you know, outside of the calendar date holding us back, conditions are phenomenal. Soil temps are great, and uh, I feel like we should be planting, but we just got to be patient with the calendar.
1: Yeah, whether you've been able to maybe get at a few acres, you know, regardless, planting season is on the way. And like you said, these conditions, whether it's a picture, you know, I've received from customers or just on my out and about these last couple of days, conditions look look great even from the field before you get down and then start digging. So great to see. And I think that just has brought up a lot of questions around, you know, these conditions are fit in a lot of cases. Should I, should I not be planting considering the calendar date that we sit at um, here today?
0: Yeah. And, and and that's always the debate, you know, every, uh, it seems like every planting season alley, there's always um, something like this of should we go or shouldn't we? And, and sometimes, um, people in our world, Allie, we, we have different opinions on that, uh, of what it should be. Um, you, know, you know, the one thing I, I will say if you're thinking about planning or, you know, what should I do? Uh, I know a lot of growers I've talked to, Allie, are really looking at, you know, the conditions are good. I would say the conditions right, you know, the first of the week, Monday, Tuesday, were probably better conditions than we ever had in 2018 and 19. That's hard to believe, but those are just such challenging springs. But you know, a lot of, I, I always say never waste this opportunity to maybe look at a practice day, you know, to take a look at, um, you know, maybe some producers have a new planner that, or a different plan, planner than they had last year, but it's always a great way where, um, you know, even if you're just doing 20 acres or 10 acres or 40 acres, you know, a low percentage of your acres to get out there and and not be in a hurry just to take your time to check your planning depths. And maybe some people are working on their GPS shutoffs, just making sure, uh, everything's working. There's no leaks. They're, you know, the liquid fertilizer is working good. And uh, to me, that's just a great way to do it. Where, yeah, it might take you half a day to plant forty acres, but that's half a day that uh, you'll save when the calendar's right and, and we're we're full speed ahead.
1: I think along with that too, I just think back to last year when we ended planting season, we talked a lot about as we moved into 2021, we wanted to make sure that we reminded ourselves to be checking uh, planting depth. So not only here at the beginning, but as we switch fields throughout the, the planting season, obviously. So yeah, take this time to be checking every row kind of randomized throughout the field. Um, it is important. Um, but kind of coming back to this early plant conversation, those boxes that we need to, to check. So I think you know just a quick conversation about where you've seen soil temps sitting these these past couple days
0: yeah that's been a, a common question and um and in monday morning um you know eight nine ten o'clock if you did work some ground ahead of time our soil temp early in the morning was up around 50 51 degrees um on ground monday morning was just above 40 which is still really good for ground that that hadn't been worked and obviously as we got up to, you know, Monday and Tuesday, well up into the 70s and close to 80 temps, you know, soared quite a bit. But soil temps were were great and wouldn't hold me back at all. And and we do have some rain, you know, possibly in the forecaster alley and it might cool down a little bit. But um, um, if you did plants, um, you know, I've been looking at the 15 day forecast and I personally am not too stressed. Out. I think a little moisture will be good, but I don't fear that we're going to get too cold or have anything that, that's probably going to give us much trouble here, um, just based on the forecast.
1: And I think just, you know, quick question for you, because I haven't received this a couple of times. So because we are drier in the soil profile, you know, a lot of that soil is really nice and mellow right now. Mm-hmm. Are you concerned about any crusting events or that'll just be dependent on the rain that we are getting? Yeah, with?
0: yeah, it'll all depend. And that's, um, historically, crusting can be pretty temperature sensitive that we usually need to get a rain followed by some some pretty warm temps. And, and, and usually that occurs you know way more in May. I don't recall in my you know 15 years in the business year that I've ever had an April planted crusting issue. Um, I'm sure sometime in my career maybe it will happen and maybe it has but you know um, but even between April and May you know the weather changes and the sun gets higher in May than what it is now that I think can can really lead to higher temps and more risk of of crusting but um, it's always something I will have to keep an eye on but personally looking at the forecast, I don't think we're going to enter a a crusting situation, but um, I could always be proven wrong. There's got to be a first thing, (laughs) Allie.
1: Yeah, I just had to throw it out there, but no, I think it's good to talk through that and just, you know, assess our different risks, but you know, another question I talked a lot about with customers is obviously, you know, decades ago, we always talked about planting corn before soybeans, and we look at some of these earlier planting dates, and we have that common question of, you know, crop type wise, should I be going with corn? Should I be going with beans? And I think, you know, for me, I don't think crop type should necessarily dictate which is going to go first. Mm-hmm. For me, it's just assessing, um, you know, what are those particular field conditions and do we have corn? Do we have beans positioned on some of those acres and which hybrids or varieties are be- are best suited for the conditions that that we've been given in those specific fields? Any additional thoughts on, on your take between the two?
0: Yeah, it's, it, the, the early plant of both is extremely important, and we're, and then we're also in a unique situation here where the calendar is not quite there. On the soybean side, um, on the crop insurance side, there are some producers carrying an earlier plant, um, kind of rider insurance, which is maybe given some comfort to put beans in earlier. Um, you know, on the flip side, you know, um, you know, corn gives us some forgiveness if we freeze, you know, into May, beans you know, if we do freeze them off, they're going to be replanted, but the bean plant itself might be a little more hardy if you're right on the fringe. But, um, you know, those are some things we always got to think about. And as we come on a break alley, we'll talk more about, you know, planting each crop specifically early and which one to target.
1: Welcome back, listeners. So Josh, like we talked about, planting season is is on the way, if not here for some folks. Um, And just a good discussion today on early planting and those considerations between if I only have the option to choose one, what is the data behind early planting in corn? What's the data behind early planting in soybeans? But then also just keeping our focus on, you know, in the future, as we look at progressing yields, you know, across our operation as a whole, what are those considerations about, around being able to plant both crops at the same time? But I think mm-hmm. for starters here, yeah. let's jump, in, jump into corn and just really dig into the, the data behind that um, and what supports this early planting and hitting those windows when they are brought to you.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, um, and we do a lot of work on, on this data. That's one thing that's, that's really nice about some of the work that you and I've done and pioneers done right here in Southeast Minnesota, you know, dating all the way back to like 2014, even 2012, in some ways, we, we've been looking at this planting date trend for, uh, for corn and soybeans. And, and historically, you know, when you you do look at what to plant first, corn is usually you know ninety nine point nine percent of the time that that's what we're going to plant first, and for a lot of good reasons. From a standpoint, you look at you know we don't have a long growing season here. There's yield advantages, but there's also a moisture advantage to corn that 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 really helps drive that. But if we do look at you know just the importance of early planting, and this doesn't matter any given year or whether you're trying to make a decision that. um Historically, if we look at the data, early planting corn, historically carries a really big yield advantage. And if we kind of take a look at the data here, Allie, um, in going back to 14, this ain't gonna be every year. There there are two years that I'll discuss in a little different bucket here, but if we look at 2014, 15, 2017, 18, and 19, if we just look at the corn data there, and what I'm gonna explain here or show the data is looking at the first planting window. So what we do is we look at all of our planting there's usually three buckets of planning. There's a first window, kind of the middle window, and then there's the finishing window. Most growing seasons, except for the two years I excluded here, kind of have those those three buckets of windows. And if you look at those years and the average, the first planning window compared to the finishing window, where we equal out the locations, carries a 15 bushel advantage. So that is pretty significant when you do look at what is the value, of getting corn in, in any of the first windows, which we could argue, is this the first window this week? Wasn't it, you know, the crop insurance thing, you know, we're not gonna maybe get into that to be, you know, how to manage that, but either way, we had a planning window, there is corn in the ground. We have some plots in the ground Allie, right? We'll get it. But historically, the first window is always 15 bushel better than the finishing window on a given season. And when you do look at that return on investment, that's not an extra cost, right? I mean, you're not spending more input, I always kind of call those, those are the free bushels. And that's just something that hitting that window is important. And that's in most cases, I always say, if the ground is truly fit, we should plant regardless of, you know, what we're, we're worrying about in the future.
1: So along with that, you know, a quick question for you would be, you know, I'm getting my corn in early. Do you have any thoughts around, does it depend, do we go with an earlier maturity, a later maturity, or just all depending on what our end goal is come fall? Yep.
0: And that varies by operation. In most cases, if you're planning some full season, we'd like to get them in early. However, there are operations that look at the early window as a harvest opportunity where they might put in a 95 or 60 hybrid to have a the potential of having a middle September, you know, harvest window, um, just to spread out that workload, which is something that, that's something that's been on a lot of growers' minds is how do we buy ourselves more days to harvest in the fall? And that is one way you can do it. But either way, um, doesn't matter what you're going to plant, there's are going to be yield advantage, whether it's an early hybrid or a full season hybrid.
1: Yeah, I just want to you know, get that question sometimes. But I think so we talked a lot about obviously there's a lot of things that support if you do have to make a decision between corn or soybeans early, you know why that would would make you maybe push towards corn a little bit more. But, you know, on the flip side, we know that research shows that moving soybean planting earlier does add yield you know, early planted soybeans, you look at agronomically, they reach canopy closure sooner, they're intercepting mm-hmm. more sunlight, um, and just really kind of spend a longer duration um, in that reproductive growth stage, all of which we, we know to lead to that high yield potential. Um, so I think if we look at the data behind soybeans, I'm not gonna take us back quite as far as you did, you know, on corn, but if we look back from 2017 through 2020, um, the four year average there for every day that you're not planting that you could be planting, you're losing 0.28 bushels per acre uh, per day. So still significant numbers to consider on the soybean side of things, um, and especially with the markets, you know, trending the way they are. Um, that could make one maybe nudge a little bit closer towards towards soybeans, certainly. Um I think, you know, also when we look at the soybean side of things in terms of an operation load, sometimes it can be a benefit to get those soybeans in early and have something to, to be working on um, in September, just something to get rolling on harvest wise. So I like it from that perspective. Um, but Josh, I think in a perfect world, we wouldn't have to choose between the two, correct?
0: Yeah, I, I think, you know, as I have this conversation with the growers, of which one should we plant first? And, and really the answer is both. Now that's easier said than done. And if you do look at some of the trends in the countryside, you know, one of the trends that seems like operations that are making some investments in their operation is they're looking at, Hey, there's bushels to be had here and and it's hard to leave those bushels on the table for either crop. And and a lot of their investments have been okay. In today's world, we need to be able to start planting both crops the same day. And maybe it's not adding a second corn planter. It's adding a second planter that we're going to plant both crops simultaneously. And for some operations that, you know, Maybe have the labor that's easier said than done. On the other side, some maybe don't have the labor. But if you start looking at those bushels per day, you can definitely find some labor to pay someone to take advantage of those 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 yields and uh, something to really think about as you think about planning for your, your operation for the future. Uh, that's it for this week, and be sure to join us next week for more information for planting season. You've been listening to Today in Agronomy on KFIL AM 1060. If you've missed part of the show or want to hear more, check out the show page at kfilradio.com or with the 103.1 KFIL app. Stay connected with Allie and Josh on Twitter. It's at AllieGwise, W-I-S-E, and at Josh Schaffner to submit your questions for the show. Tune in next Wednesday for the next Today in Agronomy on KFIL AM 1060.